Australian Help to, Help to Culture podcast. Mate, I stuffed up. We've had a couple of weeks off and I stuffed up. How good's that? Well, that's what happens when we take a break like that. I know. <laughs> hoop to hoop to. Hoop to hoop to be yeah. good, but maybe we should change the name. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, How you been, mate? Good, mate, good. How have you been? Not too bad. Very, very tired because new baby in the house. It's um, yep. shell shock, to say the least. Shock to the system. But, oh, yeah. Yep. I'm sleeping at weird hours of the day. I'm up at weird hours of the night. I'm all over the place. So, yeah. Coffee's your best friend. Coffee is my best friend. Um, actually, these are the first beers that I've had in a, probably a couple of weeks now. Thereabouts, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sleep well after this. I won't even hear the baby crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't even like, wake up. You're like, <laughs> snoring. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, shell shocks, shell shocks are a great way to put it because it just kills you, hey? Like, you just, you, mm. you kind of think you're prepared and you throw that preparedness right out the window and you go, no, nah, you weren't. So, yep. It's good, know. though. You're, you're getting a routine and you'll be all good, so... Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I'm taking, like, little wins as we go, you know, like, simple things like he's, you know, slept a few hours in his bassinet by himself and he doesn't need a cuddle or anything like that. It's, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. Didn't have to do that. You know, it's, um, yeah, last night was a hard one on us. Um, so I ended up sleeping on the couch at probably 6 a.m. this morning or something for a couple of hours just to try to catch a couple of extra hours. But, um, yep. yeah, day by day, mate. Day You'll get by that, day. Mate. You still yeah. manage to spend a bit of time in the in the hurt room there and do a few things as well, which is good. Yeah, I'm forcing myself to. I think I need to for my sanity more than anything. It's, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, this has been my passion for a long time and all those little finnans come into the world now. It's like, obviously, he's my main focus, but I also need to keep my focus as well. Otherwise, I don't want to lose kind of what I'm doing. You can probably see why I move most of my stuff on. <laughs> yeah. I, I can understand, hey, because like, yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, no, I'll be right, you know. And like, looking after the animals right now is not a, not an issue. And by the time they fire up in summer and stuff, I think by the time we get there, it'll be a bit more routine and, and stuff with the yeah. baby. So, well, we should be okay. I, I I keep saying to Dan, I'm like, I'm lucky we had a winter baby, you know. Like that's yeah, that's helped us out immensely. Just going, oh, the, the reptiles can wait another couple of days or yeah. whatever it needs to be to kind of get into that habit. But yeah, I would be. Up shit creek without a paddle, I reckon, if it was summer. Yep. yep. It'd be full on. Yeah. But no, man, I've, I've been enjoying being home. I've, I've still got two weeks off work, which is awesome, um, to hang out with my yeah, wife and Finn and, and, you know, just do a few things around in the reptile room and stuff while we go. Um, but yeah, how's things been for yourself? Uh-oh, I reckon you've dropped out now. I can hear you. You sound like yeah. a robot, but I can hear you. <laughs> uh, you got possums on your roof again or something? Must do. No storms coming over. Uh, clear night. Yeah, how you been anyway, mate? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. I've been actually doing some night shifts and all that kind of stuff, so I've probably good that we had the little break. But, um, yeah, no, I've been good. Tinkering away. Got some new enclosures. Yeah. To get sorted. That's exciting. So, get some builds underway. Yeah, no, they came up a treat, absolute treat. So, I'm pretty keen to um, get these all sorted up and get the leaf tails into them and chameleon geckos into them. And what uh, what dimensions off. are they? Slowly. Nine hundred high by six hundred by six hundred. That's such a good size. So, I love that size. <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I I I like taller closures than I do tall like the same height and width if that makes yep. sense I don't know I always have something about it but um no they're a good size it'll be um it'll fit perfectly on a 2.4 meter shelf one above the other so I'll have eight all up eventually pretty soon mm. so should become up a treat I'm just keen to get stuck into them get them finished get all the geckos sorted kind of relatively quickly yeah try and get them in there so I'm not interrupting them during the breeding season Hopefully get some eggs out. Is this what your plan is this weekend? Is just try to start busting out a few backgrounds, you reckon? Hopefully, yeah. I wouldn't mind trying to get the foam in, carve some stuff out and get some grout onto them and 
go from there. If I can get some grout on, I'll be stoked. Then I've just yeah. got to give it a lick of paint and let it air out, do all that stuff and all the fun stuff. Get the plants in there, let it grow in for a couple of days. Although these guys don't trash plants too bad, so... A little geckos, you should be okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Almost instantly. Yeah. Be a bit different if it's a bit bigger, like your boys yeah. or something. Yeah, they'll, they'll trash them, but yeah. But um, yeah, no, it'll be good. I've got some moss that I've got sorted. I've got some fern seeds in it, so hopefully I can sprout some ferns out of the moss, germinate the ferns in the moss coming out of the background. So That'll be wicked. Yeah. Got some plans underway. I've got uh, some nice little drainage points in the back. Oh, Make up a little drain system in the back. Oh, so you can like tap and plumb them, sort of thing. So you can flood them almost if you need to. And yeah, yeah, perfect. yeah. Like like Tyson set up, so he kind of pointed me in that direction. So yep. But yeah, yeah, we could get a nice little water tank in the corner for the Miss King. So I'm not yep. draining that tw- little twenty liter tank pretty quick. So I plan on running them a bit more regularly, but a bit less, um, like less time frame, just to keep up the humidity and yep. the, the water for the ferns and moss and stuff. You should look at getting yourself one of those um, little maize water tanks from Bunnings. They're like a hundred liter water tank, but they're very. That's exactly upright. what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah, we exactly. Could. It. Bunnings don't have any in stock because I would have already got it. <laughs> yeah. I went there to get the rack, and they didn't have any in stock. But I found it online for like ninety ninety bucks or something. Yeah, little green maze one yeah. with a stand on it. Yeah, because that's what um, yep. Tyson had, and he's got his Miss King screwed to the bottom. I'm like, perfect. That's exactly what I'm yeah. doing. But I'm also going to do that um, little drip system I've thought about for the for the cracks and crevices, just to keep them extra, extra like moist. Yeah, we could. Oh, they're they're good little um, tanks. Those things, especially if you're going to be running a little bit more water. That's what I use yeah. outside to mix up my salt water for my reef tank. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're good size too. Yeah. Yeah, fair, fair bit of liters in there. At least you won't have to be checking that very frequently. Yeah, and I'm lucky because I can just bring the hose in from outside and just top her up, dechlorinate mm. it, and I'm good to go. Yep. So the rack will be on wheels so I can just – it'll be right – because you know how you've always got that annoying spot in the corner of a room that you <laughs> yeah. can't use if you've got 600 yep. by 600s in the corner? So it's going to yep. sit in there. My Miss Kings will sit in there. Anything yep. else will sit in there. And then the racks will be on wheels so I can just pull the corner out, get in there, do what I need to do. Yep. Oh, that'll be good. Fill her up. Yeah, just trying to use, because obviously my room's so small, trying to utilise all the space I've got. Is there is there any way to make it, like, somewhat accessible? Like, if you could, like... Oh, I don't even know how you would. Like, put, like, a float valve or something inside of the the tank I and probably then could, it yeah. water? Yeah, Just so then I you could don't do have that. to wheel that around? Yeah, I could, but at the same time, it's a bit of maintenance, you know. Yeah. Gives me something to do, check check all the everything else while I'm there that's true I could I could realistically on the other side of the wall just cut a little access flap in there so I don't have to yep. go to the, that extreme but you know I mean that could be handy too even if you just gave yourself like a 300 by 300 access flap or something like that that you could get you know two arms in yeah if you need to kind of drop it in dechlorinator in there and I'm good to go yeah so. I mean I haven't accessed that 600 by 600 space in this monitor corner since you were mucking around with the PowerPoint in there. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 I, I don't want to go back into that space as much as I can. Nah, I need to chuck more PowerPoints into. Like, I'm going to actually run another sub-circuit down here, put a little DV in the, on the wall. And then, because the other mm. side we want to turn into like a... We're going to do some stuff on the deck and some extensions and that and then bring the door down here and have it like a indoor-outdoor area, you open the bifold and you can, we've got people over kind of thing. So yeah, I okay, want to run yeah. a little sub-circuit down here and put a bit more power down here, put a fridge down here and stuff. Yeah, we could. Oh, that'll be so, good. Yeah, you don't have carpet either. Plan. That's concrete or something down there, isn't it? It's carpet, yeah. It's got carpet. It's concrete slab, but it's oh, got okay. carpet on it. It's just crappy carpet, but it's good because it kind of keeps the heat, like, keeps a little bit warmer. Like, you don't yeah. get that cold slab. Is it, it's okay for rolling those racks on, you reckon, though? Like just Yeah, it's not carpet. like a thick carpet. It's like a real thin, mm. almost like, you know, carpet tiles? Yeah, yep. It's almost like that, like real thin, yeah, okay. thin, dense. So, yeah, it'll roll pretty good on it. Yeah, wicked. But, yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, exciting times. Yeah, I want to try and have a crack at, like, just do all 
four enclosures in one go with all the yep. foam and cutting and everything else. And that way I can just knock it out a bit quicker and get stuff in there. And are you just doing back wall, back, back wall backgrounds or are you thinking of doing three sides? I'm doing the three sides, the whole lot, because that's just extra space for the geckos to yep. climb on. Obviously, these guys can't climb smooth surfaces, so give them extra space, yeah. upright branches, this and that, everywhere else. So, Well, it almost turns it into, what, like a 1.8-metre wall yeah. for them to climb around on exactly. if you stretch it out. So, Yeah, plus there'll be branches in there as well that they can use, so yeah. gives them all that extra space. Yeah, that's wicked. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see what you come up with with that. Yeah, I'm just going to start chipping away at night times. So, yeah. Everyone goes to bed pretty early. I can set some stuff up, do some carving. Obviously, won't do it in this room, but I'll do no. it next door in the shed, so, or on the deck, deck even. But then the kids will probably get into it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be coloured with crayons or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, textures or something like that. Stickers yeah. all over the enclosures. <laughs> Stamps. And on not it. ones you want. <laughs> no, nah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, oh, that's yeah. wicked, man. I'm, I'm stoked that you finally hit that kind of milestone where you can start tinkering around and, yeah, good things to yeah, come from here, I reckon. It's been a bit in the making, but we came once it's done. New I mean, from the limited things that you've sent through to me that I've seen, they look awesome, like yeah. well worth the wait. No, they came up solid, nice and solid too. Yeah. Looks like thick PVC on them. Yeah, it is, real thick. It's like, yes. I can't remember how thick it is, but it's good now there. Yeah. Really nice. Nice big open vent in the top. So I'm going to chuck good some quality mesh. fans in him as well. Yeah, we could. Just to keep that airflow constant. Yeah. Um, Have you seen those little tiny ones? I don't know. I haven't actually had them in hand myself, but there's like little ones that get around there, like little maybe 30 or 40 mil tiny little micro yeah. fans. Yeah. Those things I reckon would be pretty cool <clears> if you had like two like one pushing one one pulling or something yeah yeah that way i'll probably do something like that um just yeah just to get that airflow in there Mm. um yeah always thinking always thinking of different things to do oh it's it's crazy hey like i I was going for a nap (laughs) a nap like the old man i am with a two-week-old baby um the other day and like i was trying to go to sleep at i don't know what it was like three in the arvo or something and it was just like my brain's just ticking going like, hey, I could improve this this way. I could do this or, you know, change this animal into this enclosure to better it or, or whatever it might be. And I'm like writing down like to-do notes and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. I'm supposed to be switching off, but it just doesn't stop in my head. <laughs> no. No, I just want to get to a point where like kind of got everything settled and I don't have to worry about doing too much stuff. And, and if you set it up right, it's a little bit less maintenance and, yeah, you know that kind of thing and plants take off better and all that kind of stuff yeah and hopefully you know the animals are happier but it's all you can do mate just keep trying keep doing exactly. what you're doing yeah I need to start hooking into my green tree python enclosures I'm sick of looking at them they're st- sitting there <laughs> I think that's in the next next few days I'm gonna gonna start on that because I've got Corey's um, bioactive kits from Fish Organics sitting oh, there nice. so ready to rock and roll I might add and, add and tweak a few things to them and stuff, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm sick of seeing these little greens in these tubs, and they're starting to grow like weeds. Hey, have they so, started to change it? Color change? No, <clears throat> thankfully, I'm kind of not pushing them to that because I want to. You want them to? I want to see it. Yeah, you know, I don't want to open a tub one day and have a green snake. Yeah, so yeah, I'll get that done within the next week, I reckon. But this week, I was really focused on. Um, obviously looking after my kid, but also uh, finishing off these two bigger enclosures behind me. Yeah. So making some more little PVC pipe holders for gum branches and Billy's enclosure, the frill neck. His one was taking me way longer because I was, I was showing you that I mucked around with the branches that I got. Yeah. So what did you do again? Experiment. It was a massive experiment. So basically I got these branches that had like really nice bark that was, you know, really easy for him to grip onto. But the bark was kind of loose and I wanted yep. to make it somewhat permanent and obviously non-toxic. So I went with a route of using PVA glue. I think I painted three or four coats on top of the, the bark and kind of like thin coats. I was like, trees are wood. Yeah. So PVA wood glue, maybe that'll kind of firm it up. Um, and it did 
really, really well, but it was quite glossy. So yeah. I did go over with acrylic paints over the top of it, which I was going to anyway just because of the tree colour in the actual enclosures. They're kind of like greys and blacks and kind of like slightly yellow hues and things to them. And th- these branches that I got were like, you know, browns and reds and kind of more stuff you see around here in, in our local scrub. So, yeah, it took me a while to kind of get it there, but I reckon it's come up a treat actually. That's yeah, I'm pretty impressed with myself on that one. But it'll be interesting to see how long it lasts or... You know, is it going to flake off in a half a year's time and I have to do it again or, or is it going to last, you know, multiple years? But I reckon I it's pretty... So it happens. Worst case, I build something else. Yeah, exactly. It's, so it's only a branch. That's right. Yeah. So, but no, because he, he quite often he would sit on like, you know, rough rough branches and over time they'd, they'd wear the down on him. Cause yeah. Yeah. It's like so, with birds. Birds do the same thing. They smoothen the branches out, take all the bark off and... Well, they also chew on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, thankfully, he doesn't do that, but going up and down branches all day, he does wear them out. So, yeah. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how he goes. That'd be good um, to see. Yeah, it'd be good to see how it goes. But, yeah, at the moment, um, oh, the, my biggest thing, which is today, which <laughs> such a simple thing that I did, but it made all the difference, was making those light shields for the Exoterra rack. Oh, so you can't get the glare out. Can't get the glare from it. It looks so much better. Like a simple piece of $11 core flute from Bunnings. It just pulled down into Finishes strips. it off. Yeah. I was like, oh, I should have done that so much earlier. But I was, I was still going to zip tie it into place and, you know, do it kind of like under the rack like I had in the yep. past. And then I was, I don't know what I was doing. And I was like, oh, I think I've got like some spare, like rare earth magnets somewhere. Those little tiny, real strong magnets. Yep. And um, I ended up finding, I don't know, about 20 of them or so and, and cutting these bits of core flute to kind of like the perfect size and just magnetizing it to the side of the rack. So if I do need to access cables and all that sort of stuff, it's an easy fix. You don't wreck the core flute. Just pops yeah. out. Just pops out. I don't have to worry about it. That's, yeah. Yeah, it looks nice. I mean, like worst case, you go and buy. Yeah. I mean, worst case, you know, $11 worth of core flute's not... Yeah, and what, stuff, the sheets, what are they, like 1.2 by 600 or something? Or are they the big sheets? No, that, that was that was a big sheet that I got. Yeah. I, I also use them for, um, you know, if I'm painting anything outside or whatever like that, I'll chuck yep. it down over my tiles and that so I'm not splattering damage. tile pointing and stuff everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just use the offcuts for that. Or I was actually thinking about using some of the offcuts to seal in the green tree python exoterras a little bit just to try to yeah. hold a bit more humidity inside of the boxes. And just kind of make some cuttings for lights and stuff like that, so they can go through the through the core flute itself. But yeah, yeah. no, turned out real well. So simple, but yeah, that's it's crazy what that. Good too. <clears throat> yeah, a little bit of finishing stuff now. That's good. Yeah, I um, I'm still waiting on my enclosure species labels from Reptiworks though. Oh, so nice! You got some of those. Yeah, I, I think I ordered six or seven to start. So I I ordered them for all the big enclosures in here. Yeah. Um, and just not the exoterras yet. So yeah, I, I thought I'll start there and then work my way over to. I've got a exoterras. bunch of Strafurus ones from Verides back in the day when I had them on Strafurus. Oh, we could. But um, yeah. I, I want to do something. I want to do the same. It's just little things that just, yeah. it's like a pop of detail, you know, like it's... Yeah. Do they have the barcode so you can scan it and it brings up the info on those ones? Don't think so. I think okay. it's just got like a, a basic kind of blurb on the species and that, so... Yeah. He was he was changing over su- supplier or, or changing over a material or something on it though, so I think originally he was getting them done on black and getting it like CNC'd or laser etched or whatever on the acrylic and it would come out like all the information that was in like a grey. Yeah. But now I think he's doing like a double coated piece of acrylic or something that has like white acrylic behind it. So then it kind of pops out that bright white. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's got a self-adhesive back on it as well that you can pop it straight onto your enclosure or whatever. But yeah, yeah pretty cool. Can't wait to get those in my hand. Don't yeah. Can you customise those ones? <clears throat> or are they just like species I- generic? Oh, you, you, you can customise, like, if you want to do names and genders and 
all that sort of stuff. I've yep. just left them kind of basic, species. just because. Yeah, yeah. Well, things will chop and change, knowing me. So, yeah, you know, nice, I'm not gonna. Cool. Yeah, I, I like that look. Those little species plates. Yeah, like I said, I had them when I had them on Strafurus, but um, I've always wanted to do it with everything. But once everything's finished, kind of thing. So, well, that that's kind of where I'm at, right? Like it's yeah, starting to finalize a few things for this room. Yeah, in particular. So, yeah. I don't know if I'd bother with that sort of stuff in any of the other rooms. Nah. But this is kind of like your room. I'll call it my, I'll call it my masterpiece, but it's 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 like my little man den. You know, I want it to yeah. kind of be that nerdy reptile room and <laughs> yeah. we already are, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, make it a work, make it a more nerdy, but yeah. 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 That's fun. You got any books come made or anything? Nah. No books. You? Yeah, quite a few. <laughs> heaps. Stupid, stupid answer. Heaps. Like, absolutely heaps. I got a bunch of, um, oh, what are they called? I got uh, two coggers, two oh, nice. that I didn't have. Um, what else did I get? I'm looking at about, there's a pile. I obviously got um, Field Guide to Reptiles of Queensland. By Steve um, Wilson. Got two of those bad boys. I want that one. I got... What else did I get? What are they called? Herptofauna magazine. I've got a bunch of those Herptofauna magazine. I think they're Herptofauna. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> As Jason <laughs> yeah, leaves to consult the bookshelf. There's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of little Herptofauna oh, magazines. Um, yeah, just... Just a bunch of, like, older books that I don't have. Like, real old ones, just little ones. But, yeah, I got, like, a big package the other day. <laughs> Did you get any on that sale? No. I looked, <clears throat> yeah, on CSIRO. I looked on that, but everything was for sale. I already had. Yeah. Um, what else did I get? Oh, and I also got that um, Herb Society book as well. Did you end up getting the one from Rick Shine as well? Or about Rick uh, Shine? Yes, I've ordered it. I'm thinking I'm going to go to the meeting, so okay, I'll probably pick it up from down there. I'd say, yeah, we so can. I got that one, and I ordered uh, Scott's new one too, the Chum. Oh, sick! Yep. So yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, there's but, been um, lots of books coming out this year. Yeah, heaps, heaps of them. So I may have yeah splurged. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Worst things to spend your money on, mate. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But um, actually, I grabbed you one of the Rickshine books. Really? Yep. Oh, thank you, mate. A new father gift, mate. Oh, Oh, stoked. I've been eyeing that off going, if I had the money. (laughs) Yeah, no, I got you one. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, I just. I really appreciate that. So. Oh, that's that's just become a new dad, so yeah, I'll never have time to read it now. (laughs) No, (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, though, having this time off, like, um, Finn and and Dan were asleep on the couch earlier in that, and I was just like still awake, kind of coming off doing a few chores and stuff around the place. And I sat down in here and I was like, What do I do now? I was like, I'm gonna just put my feet up on the desk, I'm gonna crack out a book. So I was reading on termites, so. Yeah, not not reptiles, but I was I'm building termite mounds, so I was like, oh, I'll crack out the termite book that I got in in the territory and have oh, a bit squeeze. of a gaze. Yeah, but I was just like, oh, then you know, it led me to some goanna books that I haven't opened yet, really, and you know, before I know it, it was three hours had gone essentially. So, oh, that's all right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, heaps of books I need to open. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, that's good. It's good. It's good to get sit back and read a good book though. I need to do it more often. I like what NPR are doing the uh, the book, the book mm. podcast, where they review the book. It gives them like it gives you a reason to read the book. Yes. Yep. So, well, that that's uh, what made me go and get uh, Boris Stolen World off you. Yeah, and I've have you read through, that yet? I've gone through like the first couple of chapters or something, but yeah. I haven't haven't gotten much further than that, unfortunately. But yeah, just not enough. Yeah, because they did know. they did that one. Um, it sucks. I don't get to listen to many podcasts anymore, eh? 
with work. So busy. I haven't listened to any for a couple of weeks, which is really weird yeah. me out. So I've been listening to NPR still, though. It's pretty regular. I've yeah. cut out a lot of the other ones I used to listen to. I've just been listening to the Reptile ones. So. And, yeah. um, but obviously, we had like three weeks off. It felt weird. Yeah, did I? I kick on us Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, it was, it, was, it was very bizarre. And then when you were messaging me today, because um, we had a guest lined up for today that unfortunately was yeah. crook. So yeah. I was like, no, 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 I still needed to do an episode. I need some more form of normality back. And I, yeah. To be honest, I was keen to have a frothy, so. Yeah, same here, eh? I've <laughs> not going to lie, I've had a frothy every night. But, <laughs> 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 but um, I'm actually not even having a frothy tonight. I'm having a what is it? Captain Morgan's mango and pineapple spiced rum. Actually, it tastes like pineapple vodka cruises. That's what it tastes like. Oh, you so need to pour that into like a little <laughs> cocktail glass and have a little oh, umbrella in the top of it. Put an umbrella in it and I'll be on holidays. <laughs> Crack out the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, we've had a... Yeah, everyone seems to be getting sick lately. Yeah. Everyone's... The, the corona's going around again. The flu's going around. The bloody... Yep. Like my daughter's sick at the moment. My wife's sick. Yeah. We were sick just before we went to the snow. Like, well, that's good that you got away to the snow. Yeah. Oh, mate, that was a trip from hell, I'll tell you that much. Really <laughs> the second day was good, the first day. Because we, we drove down. It's a huge drive from the coast. Yeah. It took us like seven hours or something. We left at like 4.30 in the morning. Yep. And um, multiple stops on the way. But they didn't sleep good the night before. So when we got to the snow, it was just like my daughter didn't want to put her snowshoes on. She didn't want to put her gloves on. She didn't want to put anything on. So it was just tantrums. Left, front, center. And I look at my missus. I'm just saying, I'm just carrying it the whole time. Mm. But, um, and then we got back to the hotel and my son didn't want to stay there. He wanted to go home. <laughs> I look at oh, my no. missus. I'm like, if I had a good sleep last night, I'd be driving home right now. And she's like, oh, no, it's too big of a drive. I'm like, yeah, at least like they would have slept the whole way. But yeah. then I was like, oh, I bribed him. I'm like, mate, we're going to stay here. We're too far away from home. I'll buy you a big chocolate in the morning and you can take that up to the snowfield. He's like, okay. <laughs> 7 o'clock, 6.30 in the morning, we wake up. Dad, yeah, mate, can we go buy that chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> He's not even four yet. I'm like, oh, damn, he remembered because I was just going to hope he'd forget it, but he doesn't forget anything. <clears throat> then, yeah, we just drove up the hill. And then we got to, like, this massive line of traffic up to Kosciuszko National Park. Absolutely beautiful national park, like, just covered in snow. It was so nice because I haven't been to the snow since I was in year six. Mm. And then we're just waiting and we're waiting and waiting. I'm like, it's not even moving. I saw this little walking track and it's was like, there's all snow there. So I pulled in. There's a park there, like a parking where you park. Pulled in. And the first day I went to, like, where all the toboggans are. Like, he had fun, but it was like... It's not what he wanted to do. My daughter didn't want to have... But then when we got out here, because it was fresh snow, we found all these yeah. animal tracks in the snow. Yeah. And he loved it. He just... He goes, oh, there's yetis. Let's go find yetis. Let's go find yetis. So we're just <laughs> following all these animal tracks. We found a wombat burrow, like a huge wombat burrow. And there's a little hill there. So we're riding the toboggans down there just on this little like walking trail. And then, yeah, we had an awesome time that morning. It was a perfect day. Oh, and then packed up at like 10 o'clock and then drove home. And then they pretty much slept for a couple of hours on the way home. So I just like gunned it as much as I could drive. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, it's just good to get away. Yeah. Oh, when, you, when you can do it, why not? Like it's, for me, getting away at the moment is like being able to muster up the courage to get to Brooklyn for a coffee. Yeah. You know, it's, you know but that's a half an hour drive or something like that, which is good. Good to get out yep. of the house and see the sun. But no, that's awesome because you, you were a few weeks, I think, you struggled to do that trip, hey? Because yeah, somebody would canned it and yeah, get all that, this and that. Like. Everyone got sick. They were sick just before we left too. And then that's probably the reason why they didn't sleep too good as well. But they kind of mm. got over it on the way up. He had just a bit of a cough. But um, like what was it? we did rat tests and PCR tests and it was all negative Yeah, for everything. But I think it's just one of those daycare bugs. Okay. But yeah, just the kind of, like, I just... That made me want to go herping, driving up that hill mm. and just seeing, like, just being back in nature and just seeing how beautiful nature is. I'm like, I said, oh, I'm like, man, I need to go up to Cairns. Yeah. She goes, yeah, 
let's do it. <laughs> just you want to move up there? I'm like, oh, I don't know. We've been through this before. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, I just need to go organize a herb trip up to Cairns now. So all you can do is start the organization, right? It's no exactly. different to me turning around to Luke, you know, a year ago or yeah, whatever it right. was, going, hey. Uh, <laughs> so I want to do this. Yeah. So just got to start the conversation with somebody in the area that's going to be able to hopefully help you out a bit. Yeah. And that's what I said to my missus. I go, well, she go, if you want to go up there, I said, we'll go up for a couple of nights. But I said, I'd at least need two nights to go herping in different areas up there. Mm. And she's like, okay. Yeah. So. We'll see Would that, that you'd be flying up if you're going for a short stay like that? No, we'd go up for like, we'd, we'd drive up, yeah. like stop on the way at different yeah, places okay. for a holiday. Yeah. Stay up there for a few nights, then drive back home. Well, I mean, there's no way, way, no reason why you couldn't kind of try to phase it in so you could find a few leafies on the way to some of the, you know, yeah, exactly. the more easily accessible places and that. Yeah, that's right. So that'd be a pretty good plan. She'd understand that. Or, hmm. So yeah, we just got to. It's all about compromise when you're married with kids. <laughs> it's all about compromise when you're married. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make a difference so, with kids. I, I can't imagine, no. but. <laughs> No, yeah. but um, yeah, no, just just made me real keen to get out. So yeah, I know you, I know your thoughts. It's um, yeah. I I uh, messaged Luke the other day because obviously Luke's living back in Sydney at the moment, and um, he's at, like literally around the corner from me. So um, I was like, oh, you know, I need to get out of the house. You can to go for a walk or something like that. And he's like, yeah, I can. I came tomorrow morning, and unfortunately, I just didn't tee up. And he's like, I can't do anything in the Arvo though because I'm flying back to Darwin. Yeah, like, are, you, are you going back for a while, or what's the, what's the plan? He's like, no, no, I'm coming back, you know, in a couple of weeks' time, whatever. I just need to get up there for a herb trip. I'm like, oh. yep, bugger. Okay, yep, it is what it is. But I'm like, okay, when you're back, you got to take me for a walk. I'm like, I need, I need to just get my get out, get some fresh air. Yeah, I need to do the same with another reptile, mate. You know. Yeah, <clears throat> he's been photographing heaps of bugs, actually. Yeah, he's actually found a couple of other little things too. I noticed as well. Heaps of people have been finding a couple of snakes and stuff here and there, so. Yeah, the winter herping didn't seem to slow down amongst most of the herpos that are out yeah. there doing their thing. Didn't seem as cold as it did the years previous this year. Nah. I mean, the other day it was 23 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. I was outside it like summer. shirt and shorts and sweating. Yeah, same. I was laying on the trampoline trying to just lay in the sun while my son was playing in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing stuff in here and... Going out there and yeah, so yeah, it was crazy. And then today we're back down to, I don't know what it is where you are, but we were fifteen here, I think. Yeah, I was down to knives today. It was probably freezing there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we had the winter chill come through this afternoon. I tell you what, I just sprayed all these termite mounds like with spray foam, making them. Yeah, and like all of a sudden the wind kicked up, and I was <laughs> I was waiting for the foam to just all start blowing across my yard. <laughs> but, yeah. I started mucking around with it because I want to make these nest boxes before summer or, or spring in general gets around. But I'm kind of doing a re, a re a new rendition of my old termite mounds. Yeah, and um, not your dick, my dick mounds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, I've still got just the tips in most of these boxes here. So, um, did you yeah. mean that pun then? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> oh, funny. Um, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, so these ones I'm kind of doing is like almost flatter, more upright termite mounds that essentially are going to be a bit more of like a facade for a nest box, like an actual plastic container Yeah, that I can kind of hide in the back of them and just kind of have a bit of a tunnel that goes to where the, the animals can actually access, you know, the soil and stuff for them to, yeah. to burrow down. But also having that plastic container, you know, reasonably sealed container is going to be good for like moisture retention and stuff like that, so... A little bit less uh, chance of the nest boxes drying out and that without looking at them too often. Yeah. So. No, that's good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I plan on doing something similar with my rock background and nest boxes and. A little are you going to try to do like some built-in stuff, or are you still going to use like your your double pot? So I'll do the double pot for the chameleon geckos because they like on the ground, but yep. with the leaf tails, I'm going to do like a removable rock, like like a. Sh- a sp- piece of rock almost that sits mm-hmm. in front that they can get in the whole way behind so it's like a hide as well so it's a fake piece of rock they can get in behind it on yeah. both the background and the piece of rock but down the bottom will be a um, nest box 
Yeah, we could. So hopefully they lay in there rather than just wherever. Anywhere. So it's just easier. I can just dig it, find the eggs, pull the eggs out. Yeah, it's fun. it's funny how like um like I, I like experimenting with nest boxes quite a bit, and I was stoked that my aberrant's girl she went to that nest box that I built into that enclosure yeah. so simply. Like she was just like, yep, that's the spot. Yeah, well, they used to use the ones like when I used to use the pots. I used to stack up like two pots. Yep. Build up. I think I've spoke about it a couple of times. Build up all the dirt around, and I could just slide the pot out of the other pot without interfering with all the dirt. Mm. Cut a hole in the top, and they'd lay in that, and it'd be behind a sheet of cork bark. So similar principle, but just a little bit different. Yeah, um, <clears throat> finding it. Yeah, just so it doesn't look as eyesore. Yeah, and um, yeah, they'd lay in that. But the only ones that didn't were my Maritzi. They'd always just lay in the dirt, but she'd lay in the same spot every time. So if I could see she'd laid eggs, I'd just dig in the same spot and find the eggs. I got pretty lucky with the white berber. I just had such deep substrate the whole way through that tank. Yeah. So they just, and because it didn't really have like a proper, well, I don't know, a drainage layer, but it would still be quite moist down the bottom. They yeah. just kind of like dig down to wherever they kind of saw fit. Yeah. And lay there. Yeah, with the white berber marita, I stopped like digging pegs because they were just a bit harder to move on when I had mine. So I just let them, if they hatched in the enclosure, they hatched in the enclosure. If not, they didn't. It was cool just to see babies in the enclosure. Yeah. That's what I plan to do again with Gil and I. Yeah. I've done that once. I'd love to do it again. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, it's unreal. Unreal. My little um, my little male Gillens that I thought was going to drop off the perch seems to be perking back up a little bit, which is good. Seems to be... It's the original one. Yeah, he's the original one. Yeah. I found a... Um, I think I've had, I've had him for six years now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a while since. Uh, well, I mean, he'd have to be at least ten, I reckon, mm. ten or twelve. But yeah, he's a good little lizard. He still comes out and like sniffs around my hand and stuff like that, and checks me out. Which is they're just so personable. Hey, like yeah. some of them, like most little, like you know, Tristus and that couldn't care less about me whatsoever. Yeah. But Gil and I are so bold. Just yeah, it's pretty. They're pretty interesting little buggers. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, big personalities and little lizards. Yeah. Well, I find that with a lot of the geckos too. Like, stroughs are awesome for that. Yeah. Like, they're always... And, that, and the good thing is, them is they're always on show too. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, I got managed to get a nice bulk load of crickets the other day too. I heard there was another shortage. <sighs> yeah. So... Or is this the same shortage that's kind of... I think it's the same one that's kind of going on. Yeah. But yeah, I managed to get a big bulk load the other the other week, so... But, um... I've heard of a couple of people have um, been talking to me about uh, uh, having big die-offs in the bulk that they've been getting. Yeah. From I had that. And that. I had that previously, before the last shortage. I'd buy, like, a large amount, and that only last a couple of days. <clears throat> Yeah. So, I don't know whether it's the cold, but, I mean, where they are, it's not cold. Yeah. So, I think I need to start a woody colony. May as well give it a crack, mate. Yeah. Well, we were chatting with Cam about it the other day. Yeah. Yeah, he was talking about breeding crickets and stuff like that. Yeah. I agree with him. The way that he was kind of putting that out was was an awesome idea you know if you're buying a bulk bag of you know large crickets or something like that to be able to put in a nest box into the storage tub that you keep it in yeah and just kind of get yourself a free batch of crickets out of it 100 yeah. percent, i'm all for it but for me it's just more more hassle than it's worth just because it does take ages to raise those little babies up yeah you know depending on the size of the animals that you're feeding if you do have little animals then at least you can kind of make use of them as you go frogs yeah all my stuff takes like a medium medium cricket essentially it's yeah a long time to get them to there yeah exactly exactly but yeah, I'm the, keen for this season the other thing that I've noticed is because I'm feeding predominantly woodies now yeah I don't have to feed nearly as many woodies as I You're do right. crickets so like yeah, some of them a bit larger it's not even about the size I think because I'm still trying to feed them like similar sort of size woodies woody to cricket sort of ratio but instead of chucking, like, let's say, 10 in with my aberrants, for example, I might only have to tong feed them two or three. Yeah. And, and they're bigger 
than what they were on crickets. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, I might have to start one, I think. It just gets a bit hard tongue feeding some of the leaf tails sometimes. I oh, yeah. I bar of it. Yeah. Strafurus will bloody try and eat your finger if you put your finger in there. <laughs> <laughs> some yep. of the leafies will too, but some won't. And chameleon geckos, some of them, they just don't want to know you. Nah. Like, there's plenty of animals that I won't do that to here. Like, for example, like, I don't tongue feed my fimbria. I don't tongue feed yep. my beaded geckos. Um, I don't really tongue feed. I can tongue feed the she-oak skink, but he's kind of hit and miss sometimes. So Yeah. But most of the other animals will tongue feed quite readily. Start I'm, a colony in your enclosures. <laughs> it'll, it happens. Yeah. Like, I'll start... I need to start... I haven't had a problem with it yet, but I will start throwing down roach baits underneath the enclosures and stuff now just to yeah. kind of knock off any strays. Although, I do have a pretty healthy spider population in here that I just try to keep in check. So. Yeah, same. Heaps of day long legs. Yeah. They get into everywhere, hey. doesn't matter. Yep. As soon as you've got a stray bug, there's a there's a spider to cope with it. Yeah, exactly. Which is good. Oh, it's part of an ecosystem, even if it is just in a spare bedroom or a shed or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm hopefully... I need to tear it up, but I'm hopefully getting some more geckos at the end of this week, actually. What are you getting? Uh, Galliatus. Oh, nice. Yeah. So for that, I've got an enclosure that's over there that I've had sitting there empty for don't even know how long now. Yeah. It's a 60 by 45 by 30 tall Exoterra. Yeah. Perfect for that. um, Yeah. Well, originally I was going to do the Wheeler Eye in there. And then Mitch kind of had a bit of a bunk season with him, unfortunately. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Like... Maybe I'll get a smaller gecko and just give them a bigger bigger space. So, reached out to Rick. Rick's like, yeah, I've got you covered. So, should hopefully be um, picking up. I think I'm just going to get a couple of boys or something. Yeah, okay. Off him. Um, or maybe I'll get some females or something down the line. But, yeah, something to start, just something different to enjoy. Yeah, they are nice, those little geckos. I never kept them. Haven't you? No, I never. I've always liked them, but, yeah, I just never... Yeah, never really got into them. That's fair enough. I really awesome little geckos, though. I enjoy all those sort of small, weird geckos. Hey, like my little bean geckos, geckos, I love them. Yeah. That is interesting. Awesome. Very underrepresented. Yeah. Yeah, you don't see them around. Rick's got no. quite a few, which is good. Yeah, he's always got a stack of them, actually. So, I saw. I, I think the thing that kicked me into gear with that is when I was at the Illawarra Expo. Yeah. Um, I saw Kai's the night before because he had some in his little gecko room that he's got there and I was like, okay, that's a really cool gecko. They were like hunting off rocks, like facing down vertically, but they were kind of like stuck on the side of a rock. Yeah. Um, they'd hunt off them, which was, I thought was quite cool. Um, and yeah, then at the expo, Cindy and Marie and, and Rick <coughs> had all their galliardus and stuff there, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, cool <coughs> little geckos, that's for sure. Did I... Um, did I... I sent you a photo of what Josh sent me up as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Got a massive styrofoam box of spin effects. Oh, that's awesome. My hands are killing me today. <laughs> Pinpricks everywhere. Yeah. And you just get like the little grass tips under yeah. your skin. It just itches. But yeah, no, I managed to get a, um, a whole stack of spin effects, dried out spin effects off Josh, which is awesome. I've decked out a whole bunch of enclosures here with it and, um, Saving a bit of it for for a beady enclosure that I got as an idea down the line. So, yeah, but yeah, looks wicked. Hey, like it just kind of blends a few of these enclosures together a bit more. But Ties them hopefully, off. yeah, hopefully the hopefully the geckos and stuff don't don't impale themselves. <laughs> See how they go. Need some Eldorado, mate. Yeah, that could be pretty tempting. <laughs> the beautiful geckos. Oh, I could do like a little 30 by 30 on the desk here somewhere with just a couple of little elder in there and a clump of spin effects. That'd be wicked. Yep. Nice basking light down on them. Perfect. Yep. Oh, now you got the brain juice. <laughs> well, where can I... Maybe I'll get rid of my spider that I don't, don't ever see. Yeah. I do yeah. like elder They're still Beautiful. expensive though, aren't they? They're like 600 bucks or something a gecko. I don't think they're that dear. I think they're down to about three last I saw. That's not bad. Better than when I first got That's into them. Bad. 
Oh, that's such a neat little gecko. Yeah. yeah tiny really. butt. Yeah, absolutely. Tiny, tiny. I never got eggs, never bred them. That'd be awesome to see babies. They'd be t- mm. absolutely tiny. I know the eggs are the size of like Tic Tacs. That's crazy, ho. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. They're one of those ones that is as cool as they would be to breed. I wouldn't want to be painstakingly rearing them. Yeah. Yeah. I find baby aberrants tough enough. I've had so many of those just kind of kick the bucket. You know, you kind of raise them for a few months or something, and then all of a sudden they just drop. Yeah. A bit, a bit funny like that, but. Yeah. What do you. Exactly. Yeah, I've heard the same. I've, actually, I didn't have too much of a bad run with Strifurus. Yeah. yeah. I've heard of other people say. having similar issues, though. Mm. It's like when they come out, they're fine, they're firing, they're doing everything. They kind of like double, even triple in size. And yeah. all of a sudden, they just, one day they're not there. Yeah. So, I've got a few of them up to, up to adulthood, but it's, or, you know, sub-adulthood. But yeah. It's, yeah, just weird little geckos. I don't know if it's just something that I'm missing as far as diet goes or, or what, but, you know. Yeah. Could could be. Could be. Could just be genetics too. Yeah, it could be. Could be anything. Very well could be. That so, will. All a bit of fun. That's exactly right, mate. That's exactly right. So when's the next batch of enclosures coming? Ah, uh, not too sure. Probably... It's got a couple of little bits and pieces to do, I think, and then we just got to arrange it and knock them out. Yeah, nice. So it'll be my wall finished, and then I've just got to do other bits and pieces in there as well. But I'd like to just finish that wall. It's my main goal. So Piece by piece. That's right. Over the next couple of weeks. So knock these four out and knock another four out. Hmm. So... King. Have you got anything else to touch on, mate? No, nah, mate. I was going to say, why don't we wrap it up? I've got a daughter that's sick. I just got a message. She's been coughing. So. Oh, I can actually hear my son screaming. <laughs> so that might be a... Um, Q. Yeah. Maybe he's uh, filled his pants. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully we can get a guest on soon yeah we've had a few lined up but there's been a few illnesses and oh, so, so many people dropping out yeah that yeah. is what it is that's all right we'll keep on tinkering that's it even if it's just here in the background and just catching up you and me mate until until we get yeah. people that are ready and rearing yeah oh well, good Alrighty, guys well we'd like to say a massive thank you to eric and owen and the rest of the npr crew for having us if you'd like to contact them it's best to find them at mariliapythonradio.com and email them at info at mariliapythonradio.com make sure to follow the npr network on facebook instagram and youtube as far as contacting us on our social media platforms you can email us at australianhepticulture at gmail.com you can also find us on facebook and instagram as well make sure to check out our teespring store for podcast merch the link is on the facebook page to see more of what Jason is doing, make sure to follow him on Facebook and Instagram at The Gecko Effect. And for myself, you can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon, and, and Teespring under Peace with Scaly Beasts. We hope to have you back next week for another episode of the Australian Hepticulture Podcast. Good night, everyone. <laughs>